This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. 22 minutes after 6 on the Power Breakfast. So a new report by the Human by Human Rights Watch uh, has found that government does not allocate enough money to pay for the care and support services for elderly people in South Africa, which are covered by the Older Persons Act. The report, this, this uh, titled, This Government is Failing Me Too, South Africa Compounds Legacy of Apartheid for Older People was released in Rosebank on Tuesday. Human Rights Watch senior researchers say that the fact that older people don't have access to care and support is not unique to South Africa. They say that older people across the, the continent also don't have access to services that enable them to live with dignity. Let's speak to uh, the senior researcher at Human uh, on the rights of older people at Human Rights Watch, Bridget Sleep. Good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning to you. Let's first start to maybe just, if you will, just give it a broad, a broad overview of uh, you know the the measures that you put in place or the matrix that you use to gauge whether or not a government is actually providing um, sufficiently for the care of older people. Well, as you said, um, older people across Africa um, don't often don't have access to care and support services. But what is different about South Africa is that it does have good laws that protect um, older people's rights in this area. So the Older Persons Act guarantees older people access to care and support services. And the Social Assistance Act provides a monthly social grant for older people who require care and support at home. Um, but the problem is that the care and the, the granting aid, this social assistance grant, is only 500 rands a month. And that would pay for less than one day per month of full-time care and mm. support. Mm. One older woman that I spoke to, Nazala, who is 84 and she lives in the Eastern Cape, and she lives with her younger daughter, Pamela. And every morning, Pamela washes her mother, she cooks her breakfast, but then she has to go to work and she leaves the house and leaves her mother alone for up to 12 hours a day. And Pamela is forced to make this impossible decision between leaving her mother alone when she's worried that her mother won't eat all day or she may wander away from the house or someone may come into the house and hurt her or go to work and she can't afford to give up her job. But the grant and aid at 500 rands a month would not be enough to pay for someone to support her mother while Pamela is at work. And so this is one of the ways in which, um, whilst whilst the law is good, putting it into practice um, isn't living up to it. It's actually interesting that we should be discussing this because I've often wondered when it comes to allocation of uh, resources for the various social grants, how government determines where the need, the greater need is. You've just outlined there, um, you know, the, the additional needs that, you know, what the fact that older people are that much more vulnerable uh, and that they actually require more than what is currently budgeted for. How is, uh, where, how, if you would just, uh, you know, a cursory look at the way that the resources are allocated, 
for the various grants. How do you think that the, this measures up in terms of what the needs are at various levels? Okay. One of the problems is is that the government doesn't know exactly how many older people require and are entitled to, under the law, care and support services. And so I think the first thing that the government should do is to establish how many older people require these services. And when it knows that number, when it has established that number, it would be better able to allocate the right amount of resources to cover the cost of these services. Now, this isn't um, something extra or a special kindness that the government is doing for older people. These are basic human rights that are guaranteed under the law and which the government has an obligation to to Mm. fully protect. Mm. Mm. What would be the best approach then? I mean, uh, in order to meet and to deal with these inadequacies, I wonder to what uh, extent government perhaps, because I think also, uh, you know, in terms of... uh, for lack of a better word, a safety net that has existed is the work that is done by non-government organizations in supporting people with a disability, the aged, and so on and so forth. How are we faring in that, and as far as that's concerned? I spoke to a number of non-profit organizations who are providing these services to older persons and what they told me was they face a number of challenges in the work that they do. Uh, one of them is the way that they are funded and that they don't receive enough funding to deliver the services that they are contracted to do on behalf of the government that are provided for under the law. Mm. Another challenge they faced was that restrictions are placed on the way that they spend the money that they are funded and for example there isn't a budget line to pay for staff and staff salaries Mm. and so one of the things they found was that there aren't enough caregivers um, there aren't enough cooks or drivers to provide these services so I think some very practical measures can be taken around lifting these restrictions so that these non-profit organizations can deliver the services that older people in their communities need and are entitled to. Mm. And just finally, um, the currently the Social Assistance Act provides money uh, you know, for the, to, uh, to the amount of about 500 rand a month um, you know, for the older people's uh, care and support. Every year we hear government make announcements about an increase uh, to these uh, grants and so on. How has that progressed in terms, if you compare it to the rate of uh, inflation in the country and the rising cost of living? Mm -hmm. There is an increase uh, in in the grant, but 500 rands a month is is minimal. Um, As I said before, uh, it would pay for less than one day Mm. per month of support based on the national minimum wage. There are, of course, uh, private companies that are providing care and support services for older people. Um, But these are only available to the very, very wealthy in the country. Mm. And one month of the grant in aid um, would, one month of, sorry, one month of privately uh, provided care and support services would cost up to four years worth of the grant in aid. So you can see 
you know, how how little the grant in aid is. So whilst the increases are welcome, they really aren't keeping up with, with the cost of living. Bridget Sleep, most fascinating. Thank you so much for coming on this morning to shed further light uh, on this research that you've done. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bridget Sleep is a senior researcher at Human Rights Watch. She's a senior researcher uh, on the rights of older people. This is the Power Breakfast on Power 98.7. It's 6.30. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.